Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! 
Welcome to Ross Patterson Revolution. Woo! We got a we got a hot one tonight. We got Lane Taylor, uh, superstar for the uh, Green Bay Packers. As you know, diehard football fan. Love it. Some some might even say a junkie. Some might even say take it a little too seriously. Um, the Green Bay Packers have always had a special place in my heart um, because I, I enjoy their fans. I enjoy their fan base. And it's, it's the one stadium left on my, my football, my NFL bucket list. It was always that. It was always uh, Lambeau Field and Soldier Field. Those are my last two on my bucket list as far as NFL stadiums go. I haven't been there yet. And uh, I ended up drafting a lot of Green Bay Packers on my, on my fantasy football team. And they're one of those teams that every year that starts is, is uh, you feel like they could win it all. Um, I, I feel like with Aaron Rodgers, anything is possible. Uh, and I enjoy watching them on Sunday. Uh, their, their fans are wild as hell and, and they're great. And uh, in a second here after the sponsors, I'm going to call Lane Taylor, get him on the horn, chat about this upcoming season, uh, his thoughts on the draft and fantasy football. Uh, but first we got some sponsors. Uh, these guys, come on, come on. BlackRifleCoffee.com. You hear them at the top of the show. They are our chief sponsor for the show, and uh, I love them. They're not only my best friends own the company, they're veteran-owned, and they've got some of the finest coffee on the planet. I, dr- I drink it every day. I've been a member of their Coffee of the Month Club for about a year and a half now, and it gets delivered to my doorstep every day of the same month. I don't have to think about it. don't have to go shopping for it. And it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I like the Just Black and they're caffeinated as fuck. Those are my two favorite blends. But uh, Bison Union's got a new bag out called Smoke Hammer, which is also fantastic. I would highly recommend getting that from BlackRifleCoffee.com. Sign up for their Coffee of the Month Club and uh, go to their Instagram. Their, their Instagram's awesome and they're, they're always giving deals away in their stories. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and their apparel is, is fantastic. Uh, it's finally warmer today, so I, I'm able to wear some short sleeves, and I got, their, I got the new BRCC hat on, which I'm stoked about. Uh, next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Jabes is not here to, to do the sound effects, but uh, Strikeforce Energy, boy, um, I am on a little bit of it this afternoon. This is the, the grape flavor. This is their new flavor, uh, Make America Grape Again. This is my, this is my fave. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. You can drink it with anything. You can mix it with waters, uh, alcohol, uh, beers, liqueurs, uh, wine. You name it, it goes together with it. Um, on, the, on the live shows when we were doing Drinking Bros out in L.A., I was mixing that shit with LaCroix every day, and uh, it was getting me where I needed to be. You can kick the can, kids. You don't need the can anymore. and get rid of Monster, Kickstart, uh, Red Bull, all of it. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Get a tasty, tiny little tin pouch like so, and uh, squeeze it into to any liquid you want, and uh, boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in. You can also use this. They get a 750-milliliter bottle here that I'm tapping on for the video audience. Um, that's... That'll last you a long time. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Type in the promo code REVOLUTION. That's always a 20% discount forever. So uh, they ship everywhere in the entire world. So there's no excuse not to try some. Uh, Next up, we've got StraightRazors.com. Straight Razors, I want to highlight their uh, shampoo and conditioner. I've been using using these guys a lot for the last couple months. 
that's a new thing, and it's a it's a great thing. Uh, super stoked that uh, they've been with us for the long haul. Big fan of their shaving products. They use them every day. How do I stay so baby fresh smooth? Um, straight razors. I go to straightrazors.com. Get get a kit. Try out a kit for uh, for Father's Day, or if you're looking to get a, a like a nice gift for a bro or a, a loved one, try out their 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 straight razor kits. Uh, and if you're, you're looking just to to try their aftershave, get a bottle of Smolder and figure it out. Uh, I use it every day. Love it. Go to straightrazors.com. Type in the promo code Revolution. This one again, you get twenty percent off, and this is a that's a big discount there. Um, their products are literally top notch. These are the finest I've seen. It's not like the bullshit Dollar Shave Club or anything like that. Last but not least, we've got the Caillou app. Uh, that's K A Y U. Um, I think we're doing a live show with them next month, kids, out of Fort Bragg. Um, we're trying to set that up now. So we may be there in May uh, doing doing some live shows with the kids from, K- from Caillou. That's K-A-Y-U. It was started by two uh, Green Berets out of there, out of, out of Fort Bragg, actually. And, uh, again, with Facebook going down in flames, everybody's trying out new social media apps. Give this one a go. It's free. Um, it, combi- it combines uh, social media, travel, lodging, all that stuff, um, and you get to see the people. So if you're looking to split the travel costs or go on a cruise or go to a concert or hang out with people that are like you uh, and go out and do some fun activities, this is the place to do it. Um, and they've, they've also, they're rated. So you get to see them and be like, all right, cool, these people are legit. Whereas Facebook, you can't rate people. Um, they, you know, they don't let you rate, rate a human. They do on here. Uh, and a lot of people are hooking up off this app and uh, give it a go. Try it. It's free. Uh, Android, iTunes, um, all that stuff. You can just download load the, uh, the Caillou app. That's K-A-Y-U. Uh, give it a go. Right now, I'm going to get uh, Green Bay Packers superstar Lane Taylor on the phone and uh, chat with him about the NFL in this upcoming season. Shall we? I started playing, I started tackle football in um, fifth grade. In fifth grade? Yeah. Were, were you bigger than every other kid? I, you have to be, right? <laughs> um, it was actually funny. Uh, fourth grade was the first year I was eligible to do tackle football. And Why, why is know, that? Because of where you lived or because of the system? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, where I lived in Texas. and. Um, and, and my parents are kind of going back and forth. They're like, hey, you know, is Lane ready? Is he ready to do tackle and everything? And I was playing flag football. I ended up playing flag football a year, and I ended up tackling everybody on accident. <laughs> but, <laughs> so was, my parents kind of knew that it was time for me to, you know, you know, start tackle ball. Yeah, to, to put the big boy shoes on. But again, you were bigger than everybody else, right? You had to have been. Yeah, I did. What? My third grade to fourth grade is kind of when I, you know, blew up and got big. I, I went from being a running back in flag football to barely making my way the next year for uh, uh, tackle football. Which is crazy, right? Because I, I was in a similar position where I, I had to, you know, you, you'd run around the parking lot or spit a bunch, my coach would say, and then step on a scale to get weighed to play football for the day. Did you have that too? 
Oh yeah, definitely. I had to fast like two days before. And <laughs> yeah, really make it and, and you just do what you had to do for the one weight limit, and I'm good for the rest of the year. Yeah, because you and me are the, are actually the same height. Um, however, you have about a hundred pounds on me. <laughs> just a few pounds. Just a, look, a couple, <laughs> a couple. You you look you look like you're carrying it well, which is nice. Some of these guys, these linemen, don't at all. Where you're just like, oh boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I bet you pushing on some of these guys. You're like, man, I can smell what you ate like 30 minutes ago. Oh yeah, some guys they they kind of struggle to <laughs> get up get up there to that weight. Me, it's kind of a natural thing. It's not too hard. So you you play pop Warner football. Um, you you go through middle school and and high school and all that stuff. Were you varsity immediately freshman year? Uh, actually, no. Uh, freshman year, I just played on the freshman team. Uh, sophomore year. Um, I was on the J- JV team. Um, I felt like I could have played varsity once. I think a guy was ineligible or something like that. And, you know, I thought I could have got moved up, but didn't. But uh, my junior senior year, um, I was a starter. You you were a starter, and and how many scholarships did you get out of high school? I ended up getting nine offers. Nine? That that's yeah. not very. That's not terribly like a lot, right? No, it's not. A whole bunch, but it's not none, I guess. Yeah, I, look, it's yeah. it's it's pretty good, but um, yeah, usually you know, NFL players you you hear get like hundreds of offers out of high school. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not me. And, and you decided on Oklahoma State. What made you decide to go to Oklahoma State out of out of coming out of Texas? Um, I knew I wanted to go to you know like a Big Twelve school or you know uh, you know one of the Power Five conferences and. Um, and the two offers that I did have from there was KU and Oklahoma State. So I kind of narrowed it down to them. You know, KU was – when I was recruited, they were coming off that Orange Bowl win with Mangino. Yeah. You know, they were they were kind of decent then. So, um, you know, I was considering them. And I visited both, and Oklahoma State just had a good feel to it. Um, kind of felt home there, and, and I'm really glad I ended up choosing it. Yeah, because I, I look at Kansas, and to me, it's it's more of a, a basketball school. Um, when you, when, yeah. you, when you visited campus, did you get that sense as well? Because I, the stadium every time a Kansas football game is on is is, is kind of empty. Oh yeah, you, you get that sense. You know, you're like it's a basketball school. You know, you're gonna have more. <laughs> you're gonna have more guys, you know, students at, at the basketball game than a football game. So, yeah, yeah, you know, and I kind of didn't want that for for myself personally, and. And plus, they have a track around their field. That's not cool. No, it's not cool at all. It's <laughs> it's deep, and uh, I'm not. Look, I'm not a big fan. How much do you hate the University of of, of Oklahoma? Um, you know, the hate goes pretty deep. <laughs> yeah, look, and and I'm yeah. asking because I went to Ohio State, and I I did look. I didn't play ball there. Um, yeah. Uh, I walked. I, they invited me to walk on, which I did. Um, there was a guy ahead of me on a four year ride. And I knew it was either, Hey, you can be a bench player for four years. Cause the guy ended up playing the NFL at my position. So, um, I was kind of stuck and I was like, eh, I don't feel like working my ass off to, to ride the bench for four years. But that hatred for Michigan is so still deep that I, even last night I was rooting against him in the national championship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was definitely, definitely rooting against Oklahoma in this past uh, tournament. Especially since you know, I felt like Oklahoma State should have got in the tournament, but uh, um, yeah, I, I did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, <laughs> so. I think they wanted Trey Young just for the ratings of that day, 
And I think they probably thought, ah, maybe he can squeeze this out to a, a sweet 16 game. Um, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't necessarily think Oklahoma deserved to be in that tournament either. Yeah, I kind of I thought it was a political thing. Um, you know, obviously you have Trey Young is going to be a draft pick. And, you know, yeah, and, you know, they're hoping probably, oh, you brought in you know, more fans or more tickets. Yeah, it's a, it's a sexier pick and sexier for TV. And uh, look, ESPN got to talk about Trey Young for a, a good week. So that's, uh, that no doubt helped their ratings. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. So when you go to Oklahoma State, do you start right away? No, I didn't. I uh, I went there. Uh, I was like the heaviest I ever been in my life. I got up to like three forty, and I was like extremely out of shape. You know, not ready for college ball. Um, it's it's a, it's a different world, isn't it? It is. It is. Especially you know, you go from you know, I yeah, last my last semester in, co- yeah, in high school. I'm not you know taking a whole bunch of important classes. I'm kind of on my way out, um, you know, you're not part of the football team. So you're kind of left your home and, um, you know, not really training, like probably should and, you know, having fun and stuff. And so I get to college and it was kind of a rude awakening. You're like, okay, this is really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Cause you kind of, you probably have this sense when you go that you're like, I, cause I, I took, and I don't know if it's different now. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a couple summers older than you to be uh to be polite about it but uh i'm, I'm kidding I'm, I'm a lot older than you but uh i i took because we had three visits that the ncaa gave us um i took all three and i was kind of like dude i'm great in high school in college will be super easy um and then you get there and you go through you get to see what goes on behind the scenes and you're like oh my god this is nowhere near the level that i'm at right now oh exactly you know you're like you're like I was good in high school, man. You're like, I'm a baller. Like, let's go there, bang out this workout and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like twenty, you know, one ten later, <laughs> you're dying in the locker room. Oh, uh, yeah, just getting so, killed out there. Uh, so yeah, so I got my rude awakening when I first got there, and um, and uh, ended up I redshirted my first year. Okay, and the, and then my second year, my redshirt freshman year, I you know, going to camp, I get a, like a week or two with the second team. I end up getting stuck on the third team. Um, you know, coaches really didn't know, you know, am I, re- am I going to make it or not? Um, I didn't. So then we go into the season and the first game, I don't even dress for the game. And, and then uh, that following day, uh, coach calls me at like nine o'clock in the morning like eight or nine o'clock in the morning i'm like oh crap like this can't be great he (laughs) calls me he calls me he's like hey i need you to come up here my office line coach he's like i need you to come up here and i'm like oh sweet and then so i go up there and he's like look he's like i'm gonna move you up um you know he wasn't happy with the play of one of the guards and he was like i need you to play better than you ever have (laughs) i was like all right i'll try and then um Another week goes by. Um, another guy gets a shot at the right guard position, and I guess he still wasn't quite happy. And um, we, you know, during practice, we kind of did musical chairs, went back and forth. He put me in for a couple plays. Another guy going for a couple plays, and just whoever he was mad at the most at the time. And 
And one one practice, I remember it was a night practice. He stuck me in there, and you know I did good for that 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 team session, and just stayed in there, and I never came out since. That's amazing. And at this point, is there any thought in your head of, man, I'm, I'm going to be an NFL player? Uh, not the time. No, I was just, I was just like, you know, I was just trying to get a spot. I was trying to just get in where I fit in and, and, you know, stay on the team and, and play. Sure. And, and like, when you look around the locker room, do you know the guys going pro and, and are they talking about it on the college level already at that point of like, all right, I'm here for three years. I'm going to do my three and then I'm going pro. Um, there, there wasn't probably a whole lot at the time, you know, Des was there, but, um, when I was, when I started, that was the year he got suspended by the NCAA and, and stuff. So there wasn't a whole bunch of it. Um, gotcha. Russell, Russell Kuhn was there at the time and, and, um, you know, he was a big part of my development and we kind of knew he was going to go pro because he, you know, he was talented. Sure. Sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. The, I mean, those two guys are, uh, look all world. Um, De- Des Bryant though, I, there's something about that guy. He cannot stay. I, I think he should be bigger than he is right now. Um, and I can't figure it out with him. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, it's, it, there's a lot of people are kind of critical on him and, but he's, he's a good player. There's no doubt about that. Great, great talent. I, I just, I don't understand why that guy isn't catching 20 touchdowns every season. Um, yeah, it's strange. Because I know, look, I know the Cowboys are in debate about whether or not to to cut him or not to pay him. Mm-hmm. I think he's owed eighteen million this year against the cap, so uh, they got a big decision coming up here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. Um, you know, you can kind of tell from film that he kind of him and Tony Romo probably had a better connection than he does with Dak. Yeah, um, which was obvious. I mean, he got paid with Tony Romo, and, and obviously Tony Romo, you know enjoyed playing with them and had a good chemistry and, and stuff. So I'm just sure he's, uh, he's looking to get that same, you know, gel with Dak that he did with Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I wonder if that'll happen. Um, I'm curious to see that team th- this next year. Uh, again, I'm a Ohio state guy. So Ezekiel Elliott, um, was, uh, uh, one of my dudes, you know, I, l- I love watching him play and, uh, w- without him, it was an entirely different team last year. Oh yeah, for sure. It was a different team. Uh, it was bad timing that their left tackle got hurt at the same time. They kind of, kind of killed the run game at the same time. But you know, Zeke, special player, good player. Um, he won me a few fancy matchups just himself. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a fan of him. <laughs> <laughs> same. He lost me one this this last season though with uh, uh, that suspension yeah. coming late in the year. Oh, yeah, that's tough. That, that nuked one of my teams, and I was like, ah, come on. The weirdest part about him is I, he never really got into trouble in, in college at all. I don't know where that all started, um, you know, at, at Dallas with all the, all the difficulties he's been through, but uh, he wasn't really that dude in college. Yeah, yeah, that, you know, that's what I've heard. Um, yeah, I had one of his old teammates on my team, and and he said, you know, Ohio, we just, you know, it was just chill and everything. And, you know, I didn't get into any trouble. 
Yeah, he but, was. Uh, he was I, like, from what I understand, he was around his parents a lot and uh, n- never really into trouble. L- Likable guy. I know Urban loved him. Um, so I, I don't know. Strange, strange. Yeah. But uh, we'll, we'll get we'll get back to to you. Um, coming out of once you graduated Oklahoma State, uh, you went undrafted in the NFL. Correct. Correct. Um, was there? Do you sit there and watch the draft? Kind of thinking maybe there's a shot. I'll get a phone call that day. I do the. I knew I should have got drafted. I still think I should have got drafted. And but I knew I was like a day three guys, like you know, round four through seven. So I knew, yeah, I knew that was going to be my day. And so I just waited, and I guess a few phone calls the day of, but you know, nothing went through. And you know, just watched the draft and watch everyone get. Picked and uh, what's that? What's that like sitting with your entire family? I I would imagine, and then watching. I mean, because that's that last day is a long day. Oh, it is definitely. It's got to be grueling, right? It is. It sucks. You know, there's no way to put around it. I mean, it sucks. You know, you got your whole family there, and um, you know, you're sitting there on the couch just watching TV, watching the draft for hours on end you know got your phone next to you turned on loud just you know waiting for a, a, a call and you know you put in a lot of work and a lot of hours to get to there and you know you, you know everyone envisions himself you know a football player getting drafted so you know you know it's kind of it's tough not to get drafted yeah i but but you know i look at the success you've had and uh you know you got a new contract as well um that's got to be a reassuring thing where it's like hey if it all goes to hell, at least I'm I'm safe. I'm good for life, right? Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, you know, and I, you know, I worked my tail to get where I was at. But I, you know, on the other hand, you know, I would, you know, some of my successes came from being a free agent. You know, just always having that motivation of, you know, uh, you know they drafted forty some odd linemen, you know, in, in my draft. You know, you know. And I wasn't one of those. And, and it's always been a motivation to me and always pushed me. And, you know, it's uh, paid off for me. So how, how did you get to, to, to go to Green Bay? Did you get to choose them? or Yeah. Yeah. Is it like Hard Knocks? Because when you're watching Hard Knocks and you see some of these undrafted guys, uh, some of them get to choose where they're going. D- did you call and say, hey, I, I want to try out for, for your team? Or did they call you? How did that work well, out? Well, they actually they, they'll call about you. So at the time, like when you when you pick for a free agency, like you want to pick pretty much fast as possible for spots fill up. So at the time, immediately it was between Green Bay and Cincinnati, and my agent was like, "Look, he's like, if you go to Green Bay, he's like, it's gonna look good on your resume, and if it doesn't work out, you know, you're most likely gonna have a shot somewhere else." Okay. So I was like. Cool, sounds good. I, I did go on a pre-draft visit here, and I did like Green Bay a lot. Now I did want to go to Green Bay, and um, so yeah, yeah. Because I mean, look, I, I'm a Falcons guy, NFL wise, uh, diehard Falcons guy. But we don't have exactly the best fans. Where Green Bay, I, you can honestly say they have the best fans in the NFL, probably. Oh, for sure. They're, and the the crazy thing is, they're everywhere. Like no matter where you go or who you know. There's always a Green Bay fan somewhere in someone's family or a friend of a friend, but they're 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 everywhere. Everywhere. I I uh, I, I went to the NFC divisional uh, playoffs to you know the game to get to the Super Bowl. You played in it, I believe, um, uh, in in Atlanta in the Georgia Dome. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I was there at that game and in my, like, you know, it was lower level I had great seats. It was all Packers fans. It was like a, a smattering of, <laughs> of us Falcons fans. And I was like, God bless it. And it, you know, the game started, I, I wasn't, I didn't think that we, we would win that handily, but, uh, the, when the game started, I mean, the, the, your fans still stayed till the end and it was, it wasn't a close game. No, no, that was a blowout. That was a beating. We, it was it was one of those bad ones where, you know, Atlanta was rolling and we had all kinds of guys that got hurt and stuff. And, uh, but yeah, there there there's a lot of them. They're good fans. Um, sometimes, especially when we go to Florida games, there there's a lot of them. And sometimes it feels like a home game. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure because that <laughs> you, you know you look at Jacksonville, uh, Tampa, yeah. and then Miami. They just They've never been able to put a good fan base together in those cities for whatever reason. Oh, true. Especially when we went to Miami about actually four years ago, my my rookie year, and it was crazy because it was one of my first away games, and it, when we run out of the tunnel, you know, I'm expecting we come out, we get booed and everything like usual. Right. We come out, we come out the stadium just like roaring for us. <laughs> I was like, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? This is crazy. Dude. And that's when I kind of figured out that, all right, we've got some pretty good fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, look, I, I've been to I went to I went to a Miami game years ago. And I, I've been to Tampa. And I, I've actually been to all three. I've been to all three stadiums. And it's the same. Jacksonville, you can hear people's conversations on the other side of the stadium. <laughs> um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> man, I, I, maybe not after this year. Like, maybe they'll get some fans in there after this this last, you know, showing. But, uh yeah. Uh, I doubt it. It's just a, it's an older community that lives there. So I don't see okay. the, yeah, Jack, Jacksonville has got a, an older vibe to it where it's St. Augustine and, you know, the alligators <laughs> and uh, a lot of, you have a lot of retirees in Florida. And this is my theory on why their sports teams have, have zero fan base. Same with Miami where it's like, you know, Miami is uh, obviously a big Latino community in, in Cuban and, and whatever. I, they didn't really grow up on football. So trying to lure them in to see the Dolphins play, it would take a great team again like Marino and those guys. Um, yeah. And this year, if they look th- this, they look the worst they've ever looked on paper Oof. right now. Oh, yeah. Um, Tampa Bay is a different story where, you know, you still have sp- some spring breakers and, and young people there. But it's kind of like James Franco in Spring Break, where it's like, you know, there's an element where you might still get stabbed in the parking lot in Tampa Bay. Um, <laughs> yeah, there is. But, still is. A little sketchy. <laughs> yeah, a little sketchy. But uh, the, the, the team they're putting out on the field is, is at least looking decent, where it's like, all right, Winston's all right. Mike Evans is one of the best in the league. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so they, they might be able to pull it together, I, I think. But uh, Florida as a whole... I just don't ever see them being like a sexy, you know, destination for players, uh, you know, players like they love living in Miami, but, um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, as far as like Jacksonville goes, that's not the hot spot where you're like, ah, man, I really want to settle down in Jacksonville and go, go to the alligator farm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. I think you got it right on the spot. Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, I had Jalen Ramsey on the show a couple weeks ago from Jacksonville. Um, Uh great guy. And I I was asking him about the upcoming draft. Um, do you sit around and get excited, you know, with a party and everything like, uh, like, like you used to as a kid still and watch Uh, the draft? No party. I, I, I always watch the draft. Um, 
the, my first my first about three years of my career, the draft is pretty stressful because <laughs> you know they're drafting a replacement, and you're just uh, oh, that's you right. Know, you're just watching it. You're just watching. Yeah, it I'm happen. watching it like. Please don't draft anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can draft any other position, dude. Uh, but but now, yeah, it's uh, it's something you know. I look forward to watching because it's something that we're gonna we're gonna contribute to the team and make the team better. Because you know, obviously, the goal is Super Bowl, and um, you know, if we you know had needs, you know, want you know want them to take care of it. Yeah. What, what's uh, what, what do you think the Green Bay Packers need this year in the draft? You know, I think first first round it needs to be a a corner. I think we have, you know, we have some uh, we have some young guys that you know have some talent, could develop into something really nice. But you know, we we need that that extra that extra talent there. And, and there's so many good receivers in the league that you you got to keep up with them all. Um, yeah, yeah. So having one or or you know, two guys isn't, isn't good enough anymore. When, you know, you got to go be able to go to dime and, and play with, with all those uh, corners. So um, that'll definitely help us out. Yeah. What's uh, what number are you guys drafting this year? Do you know? We're 14. That's the highest we've been in a long time. Wow. Wow. 14. I wonder if Denzel Ward out of Ohio state will still be on the board. I doubt it, but man, he would be great for you guys. There, there is a chance. I, I Look at these mock drafts where he's he's still there, but he sounds like he was a good player. He had a good year. He was um, he was great for Ohio State. Um, man, that 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 kid was good. Yeah, uh, I'll shoot. I'll take him. Ohio State products have been doing pretty good lately. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I I read a stat the other day that almost every single cornerback under Urban Meyer has been drafted in the NFL at Ohio State, which is wow. uh, shocking. That's impressive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they yeah, they uh, they churn him out there. Um, yeah, uh, that 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 guy is somehow able to pull off miracle after miracle. Um, big fan of his. Uh, let me let me ask you this: Do you, do you follow the off season uh, shenanigans with like Aaron Rodgers and stuff like that? Do you pay any attention to the the tabloids? Just whatever pops up on my Twitter feed is what I see. Because <laughs> like right now he went from Olivia Munn to Danica Patrick, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, I, I just see that. At first, I saw that I didn't believe it, and then I didn't they, either. I didn't. Either. Yeah, I was, I was like, yeah, right, <laughs> whatever. So then I saw he actually was dating, and I was like, man, I'm gonna do some NASCAR tickets now. I know he, he got the hook. He got hooked off his lineup with some NASCAR tickets. Yeah, definitely some Daytona 500 tickets. You know? Yeah, yeah, that'll work. That's right. That's right after the Super Bowl. Like that. That would be a, <laughs> a great party to attend. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that'll be your gift because every Super Bowl who wins the quarterback usually gets their O line a gift. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, uh, without it, a doubt. <laughs> Do you ask him about it? Like, do you guys do you guys ever sit and chat about it in the locker room? Of like, hey man, uh, I saw your date and so and so. How crazy is this or anything like that? Oh, nah, we just let him be. Oh, really? So you guys don't get into each other's personal lives or or anything like that? Not really. Not not a whole lot. I mean, you know, nothing, nothing that's, I guess, out of the ordinary. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's dating someone famous, but. We don't really care. See, I would be curious. Like when my buddies are dating famous people, uh, mm-hmm. I I really sit down and, and go through every last detail with them. 
You know, oh, I, like, really? oh, yeah, yeah. I, I will line it up and be like, great. I want to know everything that Scarlett Johansson is like. Like, let me know what, what what's going on. Um, what do you guys uh-huh. talk about? What's her favorite food? Just because I'm curious, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. No, not really. We, uh, my wife and I, we went over to Aaron's house for uh, for his birthday dinner last year or the year before. And, you know, we met Olivia. And that was, like, the first time we I, we really, like, like I guess met her and I got to know her. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, she was really cool. We liked her. She was cool. She uh, still talks to my wife every now and then. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, was... I got a chance to work with her maybe, I don't know, seven or eight years ago in a project. And she's fantastic. Just super cool. Uh, down to earth and uh, just a great girl. I was surprised that they broke up, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. You know, yeah, she was she was humble. She seemed cool, and you know, she was from Oklahoma, so uh, you know, got some southern roots. And but uh, yeah, guess it didn't work out. No, no. Uh, you need, look, you never know why, but uh, yeah, she, she was a great one. Um, she was she was awesome. So what, what's what's your overall hope as far as the rest of your career goes? Um, is your goal to make it to the Hall of Fame? Uh, for right now. Um, my goal is to be a pro bowler or all in all pro. Um, I think I can do it and, and I'm playing there at a high level and I just have to, you know, do it for a little, a little bit longer and I, I'll be able to get there. Yeah. Uh, do, do you worry, have you ever had concussions or anything like that? Um, I know a lot of players discuss it. We had uh, Kyle Turley on a couple months ago um, and he went through, you know, uh, what he thought about CTE and everything else and how long he could play and didn't play. He had no regrets though. Um, to, to his credit, he was just like, look, man, I, I love playing football more than life itself. Um, do you hope to play the game as long as you could possibly play it? Or do you have an exit strategy at some point? Um, I feel like I'll know when, when, when is that time? I, I have three more years on this contract, which takes me to eight years. I know I've always wanted to hit 10 for sure. 10, 10 is and, that pension level, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I'm already, uh, you know, I'm, we all have our pension and everything, but when you hit that 10, that's like a great mark and um, a good number. But, uh, you know, I've just always wanted to hit that 10. You know, this contract t- takes me through eight. You know, and then I, I know after that I want to play like at least three more years. Oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, all in Green Bay, do you hope this, to finish your career there? I hope so. That'd be awesome. That'd be ideal. Uh, obviously, you know, it's a business and, and whatnot, but, you know, I love Green Bay. Our family's here. We have a house here and, you know, our kids. And so it'd be great to stay if we could. And, and, and obviously, it's a great organization, great players, quarterback. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be awesome, too, and uh, ideal, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Look, Green Bay is one of those teams that, that you guys seem to be in it every single year. Um, you never seem to have a down year unless, you know, uh, obviously Aaron Rodgers or somebody like that goes down. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I a, think as long as, as long as he's here, we're always going to teams. Yeah, and a durable running back. Oh, for sure. Man, yeah. you guys have seen him just g- gas through. J- <laughs> j- is James Stark still playing there, by the way? No, he's not. He's retired now. Oh, he is. God, that guy. Every year he seemed to pop up and just play like three or four games because of injuries. And I was like, man, James Starks is 100 years old. Him and Frank Gore will be around after the apocalypse is over. <laughs> yeah, that's so true because, yeah, James, I mean, he just kind of, you know, just lurked in the shadows for a while. and He'll pop up every once in a 
once in a while he'll make a big play or have a big game or something. And yeah, he he hung around for you know six or seven years, I think. I know a long time. We were just like, mm-hmm. man, there James Starks is still here. It was one of those guys that just crept up on you and tapped you on the shoulder and was like, hey, it's me, James Starks. I'm, I'm, <laughs> don't forget about don't forget about me. I'm gonna run for 150 for one game. Everybody's yeah. gonna pick me up off the waiver wire. Um, and then I'll never have another yard again. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> uh, how sad was it losing Jordy Nelson, by the way? Man, that was so sad. Look, honestly, when it happened, I saw it and I was like, no way. And then I text, I text my wife and, and I was like, they just cut Jordy. And she was like, no, they didn't. I was like, I swear. And, uh... and she was, and then we were like, man, we feel like, we lost like a family member. Yeah. It's, just, it's tough because it's like, it's one of those guys you think, all right, you know, Jordy's going to play his contract and he's just going to ride off the sunset and be a Packer Hall of Famer and and go out the right way. But, you know, it, it's the business. And that's the tough part about this business because you think you have things in your mind, how you think it's supposed to go. And, and, other people have plans for you and and that's just part of the business and the crappy part of it yeah because i mean look obviously i'm i'm not in your locker locker room or or privy to it but he seemed from the from an outsider's perspective kind of like he was the the heart of of that locker room um would you say that's a fair statement yeah i mean he was he was he was you know was a big part of this team he he uh he's always been a, a, a true pro super super nice guy uh yeah, do anything for you and do things right and that's what he's always done since day one and he's a guy that i always kind of looked up to on a professional level of like okay like this is how you take care of your business this is what you're supposed to do yeah and he signed with with the raiders right correct man uh the raiders are gonna under gruden they could be putting something together there they could they they got gruden there for like one billion dollars or something like that oh it's crazy for 10 years yeah for 10 years and they added a few pieces this offseason um We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I, you know it, the the Rams have a scary defense now that they got uh, uh, Sue on their team. Did you read? Did you read about that? Yeah, I saw that. They they went and got like every good player in the <laughs> for their defense. It's it's it cra- That's the that's the first team I'm drafting in fantasy football for defense. Um, oh, for sure, they should be. Uh, they should score a lot of points this year. Yeah, did, did you see uh, in their yeah yeah their defense? Did you see that uh, Aaron Donald was training with knives? Yes, I did see that. Wait, is Actually, that is that a normal thing? That that's, that can't be like in like every. That is definitely not. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> when yeah, I saw the footage, I was like, "This is absolute insanity." It, you know, it, it took me a second. I was like, I was looking at the video, and I was. I was like, there's no way that's knives. And I was like, those are really knives. <laughs> yeah, I watched that video probably five or six times because I was the same way. I was like, there's no way that's knives. There's no like, way. Nah, like they were actual knives. And that's that's not normal, but uh, hey, whatever the coach got going, that's what he got going. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, if, I, if I'm watching that and I'm an offensive line, I'm like, Jesus, man. Uh, that's some next level. Like that, that guy doesn't care. 
Either that uh, or it's it's a really genius ploy to drop online and be like, hey, I'm going to put this in everybody's minds that I dodge knives. Therefore, I'm not worried about your hands next year. Hey, it, it's it's great for, uh, um, you know, it's great for a good offseason video to post. Oh, yeah. Just you just, just dodging knives. It's like, <laughs> I'm, I'm putting in the work. Look at me. Exactly. Him, uh, James <laughs> Harrison, those guys. Uh, James Harrison's all about the Instagram. That's I'm, I'm, I'm convinced he's just working out for Instagram now at this point. He definitely loves lifting weights. That, there's no doubt about that guy just he does a um you know crazy amounts of weight on squat and all kinds of stuff Cra- crazy where it's just like who who are you doing this for um i i hate look i hate the gym i don't know anybody who loves the gym that much um that's all that's another level i i love i like whew. working out and, and stuff and get big but yeah, that's a whole another level uh, let, me, let me ask you, who, who's uh, some of the defensive guys that you hate going against? Who, who are the ones you're just like, you wake up on Sunday and you're like, man, I got to go against this guy today. Um, there's not really a whole bunch of people. There's not, there's not really anybody. I, I like going against, I like going against everyone, really. I like going against good players. I feel like it brings the best out of me. Um, and also I go against good players because, you know, that's how you get your, that's how you become a good player. A great player is, you know, being that, that, that shutdown guard. Yeah. Who, who do you think is the best then that you've gone against on defense? Let's see the best I've been against. Um, Gino Atkins, I played him this year. He was pretty ah, good. Yeah. They got, yeah. Yeah. Strong as an ox. He was, he was pretty good. Um, who else? I like, you know, played Sheldon Richardson this year. He was pretty good himself. Um, who else? Yeah, you know, Kwan Short played yeah. him too. You know, good pass rusher guy and stuff. So, uh, you know, gets a, a fair share of people. Yeah, 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 for sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, how prevalent is fantasy football in the locker room? Do you guys all play, and are you aware of your stats as it's going on? Um, I, let's see, I'm pretty big on fantasy football myself. Um, I'm a, I'm a junkie. Yeah. I'm, I'm in like five leagues. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, every time I'm like, all right, no more leagues. And someone's like, Hey, you want to jump in? I'm like, I'm in. Uh, yeah. You're <laughs> like, oh, I'll go one more. I'll go one more. That's it. You're the last yes. one. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I love it. Um, I, w- I would say this past year, there wasn't a whole bunch of guys that did it. There was some like you know I know the outside linebackers they do it, and uh, we have we have a league at work, but it was kind of hard to get people to do it this year. Really, uh, this past year, yeah. Um, there just wasn't a whole bunch of fancy guys. But in the years past, you know, we had there was one year we had sixteen team league, we had you know twelve. So okay, uh, so yeah, so this person wasn't but. I do when I when I do look at some of the updates and stuff. I kind of see how many see how many yards they got. They got a touchdown. How many reception? And I'm like, all right, I should have. Yeah, should yeah, have yeah. A decent amount of points. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever draft Aaron Rodgers and 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 look at him in the huddle and be like, hey man, I'm down by six. I, <laughs> so I need I'm a really thirty yard to touchdown <laughs> to Jordy here, and I I win. Like I'm in the playoffs. Do you ever draft your own guys on your own team? I, I have. Um, I usually I haven't. 
I don't think I've ever drafted Aaron. Um, not because I haven't chose to, but he just goes so high up the draft. Yeah, he goes real fast. He goes real fast. Yeah, I mean, sometimes he'll go in the first round, and I'm like, there's no way I'm picking. Yeah. So, but um, but I, last year, let's see, I think I had I had Jordy. Okay. So like, so whenever I'm on the field though, and I'm blocking, and then you know you hear the crowd, you know you could tell you a complete pass, and you, then you see you have Jordy on your team, and he's over there breaking like a sixty yard touchdown. <laughs> you're excited for the team, but you're, your own fantasy team is really pumped up about this touchdown. <laughs> oh yeah, you're blocking a little harder, hoping that goes down. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I try, but I do try not to draft too many Packers just because I don't want to have to like. You know, yeah, be disappointed you, in them. Like you know, wish that Jordan scored instead of Devontae or something like that. I don't want to have to like worry about that. So. Sure. Did you have you ever picked up Jane Starks off the waiver wire? Yes or no? <laughs> yes. So same here. <laughs> no, definitely. <laughs> because you know, a couple years ago, him and Eddie were they kind of switched roles, and James took over as a starter. And yeah, and, and like like we said, he had a good game. He, you know, had oh man, I think he had like 120 and like two tutters. And yeah, he, he took over the next week as a starter and got him off the waivers. And I was like, all right, cool. I got, I got a starter each week. Yep. And then, and then nope, no. Right. And then Eddie Lacy is dis- disappointed me so much. I can't, I just can't do it. Um, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I just can't draft him anymore. No, no, no chance. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, who who are you most excited for coming up this year? Who who do you think are, are going to be the breakouts fantasy wise? Fantasy wise, I, oh, I think man. Pat Mahomes out of Kansas City could do. He could be exciting. I think he could. I'm a kind of. I think I'll probably wait, kind of see how that plays out. I might wait a year on him. Uh, kind of makes me a little nervous. First year starter, only second year in the league. Yeah. Yeah, I, the the way his ability to run though, um, you know, you look at Dak's Same. first year, like that was, you know, everybody, the guy in my leagues had whoever had Dak, you know, almost pretty much won the Super Bowl. Um, so you know, you're, you're picking up those extra yards. Um, I won't be drafting any any of this rookie class, so I can tell you that these these guys that are coming out of the draft, like I don't, I don't, I, I don't think so. I don't think there, there's no. I don't believe there's going to be like a, a Des Bryant or Odell Beckham kind of player um you know that that barkley saquon barkley kid he'll be good but depends where he goes yeah i I think there's really isn't a fancy person that just jumps out to me yeah maybe saquon barkley if he goes to cleveland um but i we'll see because you know cleveland's got what isaiah crowell maybe not even him anymore but uh, he, he might be the dude immediately, but that's about it. Like these quarterbacks who are coming out, I don't see, like, I don't see Baker Mayfield having a great year um, or, or a great career. I, I don't think he's, I don't, I don't know. There's something about him. I, he feels like Johnny Manziel to me. Really? I, I got the, I got the opposite feel about him. Really? You think he's going to do good? I, I, do, I think he could be good. Like if you look at him, here's how I look at him. I look at him as, He's a much better prospect than Russell Wilson was coming out of college. Yes, yeah, um, a hundred percent. And a, I, he's he's a better thrower. He, I think he's a tad taller, probably same height. But uh, um, I think he could be good. I, I'm still not sold on Russell West. I mean, uh, Russell Wilson um, has a has a long term QB option in Seattle for some reason. 
he you have you have to tailor tailor the offense to him. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, whereas like Aaron Rodgers can come in and whip it 60 yards in the air. You feel like you're never out of it with Aaron Rodgers. Where Yeah, oh yeah, correct. If you need to get in that shootout, he'll be in that shootout. Yeah, and where I just I just don't have that same vibe about Russell Wilson and uh you know No. That that's why that's why whenever he was at the top of his game, you know, what what they do? They they smash out football, they ran the football, play action pass, bootleg everything he was great at, you know, all those traits that make him a good player. That's what they did. So, um, you know, that's what you, and that's what I kind of feel like you would have to do with, um, Mayfield a little bit. Yeah, I think so. You're going to have to tailor your offense. Um, uh, last question and I'll let you get out of here being that I'm a, I'm a diehard Falcons fan. It, I, I have this, this is my theory. I don't know that you can come back as a team from a from a, a Super Bowl loss like that and get mm-hmm. back and win win the title. I, I just don't believe it's possible. From a mental aspect of it, if you were the Falcons going through that Super Bowl game with New England, do you th- do you think a team would be able to snap out of that funk and come back and win a Super Bowl? I think so. Um, it's tough. It, it is tough because you 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 sacrifice a lot a lot of time. A lot goes into the season, you know, more than just on Sunday. And, you know, it's a, it's a year round process and to get so far and to get so close, you know, it's tough. And especially since they had it, they had it won really essentially. Oh boy. And, and just gave it to them, you know, gave it back to them. So, um, but yeah, I'm sure they, they've added some pieces. They got good players. They still have a lot of the players they had at the time that are still on the team. Yes. So. We, we have the same exact, same exact mm-hmm. guys. Essentially we've, we've upgraded our defense a little bit, but uh, yep. that, that offensive coordinator, that Sarkeesian, I just don't think he's the dude for us. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he runs that. He came from that, like that, that tree, that, that Seattle tree. Yeah, yeah, which you know, it's not a terribly sexy offense to watch that Seattle Seahawks offense. Um mm-hmm. I, I feel like that team's always been built around a good defense and uh the offense is kind of like, well, just get us through the game and we'll be <laughs> fine. And that's the way I feel about the Falcons last year where it was like, you know, the the year the year they beat you guys to go to the Super Bowl, I felt uh-huh. I mean, dude, we were dropping 45 a game. Uh, yeah. it, it was a blast to watch. This last yeah. year was a grind. Even watching that uh, Philadelphia Eagles game, um, mm-hmm. that 15 to 10 matchup. Yeah, it was just like a slow slugfest. Oh, my God. It was like watching paint dry on, on like, mm-hmm. like my cousin. Like if he put paint on his arm, it'd be like watching paint <laughs> on his arm dry. And I, I'm sitting there watching this game, and I, I said – out loud, and I said on the show, I, I had a, a very infamous bet with somebody. But I said, look, neither of those teams deserve to 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 go to the Super Bowl or or are capable of winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then Philadelphia ends up winning it all. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, so really, to tell you the truth, in the NFL, sometimes it's just whoever kind of has the hot hand that year, and and you know, kind of. You know, who has the best coaching and and you know players executing that year? Because I mean, you've, you looked at us in, us in 2014 is the best season I've been since we've been here. I mean, we were clicking every single week. Yeah, it it didn't matter. We were out there. We were scoring points like crazy. Um, kind of seems like the ball, you know, bounces your way more that year. And then, literally, the next year, the only 
difference we had was uh, Jordy wasn't playing that year. He tore his ACL, and we hardly could score 20 points a game. We struggled to get 20 points a game. But we still had all the pieces in place, and, and sometimes it's just weird. It's just you just never know how each year is going to go. You really, you really don't. Um, you know, it, it depends on a little bit of luck, uh, health, um, everything like yes. that. Uh, do Do you think this is your year in Green Bay to win the Super Bowl? I think we have a good chance. I think if we, um, yeah, we had a we had a lot of coaching change here, and, and that hasn't happened since I've been here, so. Yeah, I think it'll be for the better, especially for our defense. I think they were a little, a little burned out with the old system and the old ways. And we got a, uh, you know, new coach, and he's from that uh, Rex Ryan tree, and and yeah, uh, you know, they're known for having good defenses. And we added Jimmy Graham, yeah, to, to our offense. So I think that'll definitely help. Yeah, Jimmy Graham's that that was a sexy pickup for you guys. It happened on the same day as Jordy, and it, it had to have been like, oh my god, yeah. no, no, <laughs> exactly, no. because it, it happened like immediately you know, together. So I was like, I'm like, yes, I was like, we just got Jimmy Graham. This is awesome. Yeah. And like people, my phone started blowing up. They're like, y'all got Jimmy Graham. I'm like, oh yeah, like touchdowns. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like here we go. And then like. And then, like, 10 minutes later, phone goes silent. Yep, you <laughs> lost Shorty. And we're like, no, no. Uh. So, <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but, Jimmy, he'll help out a lot, especially in the past game. Um, yeah, this offense, I think, works best when we have uh, that vertical threat at the tight end position. Um, it really kind of opens up everything else for us. So, um, it'll definitely help. Yeah, I, I can I can say I'm look I'm taking Jimmy Graham. Uh, that's going to be my top tight end this year. So yeah, he's definitely you know he's going to be he's definitely going to probably score a lot of touchdowns for us this year. Yeah, when Aaron Rodgers has a great tight end, it's uh, he goes to him a lot. So I'm looking forward to it. That's a sexy pickup. They're good, good. Yeah, I know that's uh, that's what we needed. It's going to be nice to have out there. And, uh... Hopefully we could win some games with it. For sure. For sure. Well, listen, Lane Taylor, I appreciate you being on the show, man. Uh, you're a fantastic dude and uh, much continued success. Hey, thank you so much, man. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. H- have a great off season and enjoy the draft. All right. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. That was Lane Taylor, uh, guard for the Green Bay Packers. What a great fucking dude. Um, really enjoy that conversation. Uh, I, I'm, I'm always been, a, I always have a soft spot for the Green Bay Packers. They are, are a team that is always great. And I love people with excited fan bases. That's why I love hashtag Bills Mafia so much is, um, I, I love people that are that amped about their football team, that they're just ready to run through a, a wall because they're 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 excited and passionate about the sport. Um, probably because I am. Look, I, I'm excited and passionate about about my teams as well. Obviously, um, that's that's definitely been well documented. But uh, it's 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 cool and refreshing to hear also that that a that a guy uh, like Lane, um, who, who's had a lot of success, is uh, still playing fantasy football. I like that. I like believing in your team. When we had Pete Rose on, I was like. I didn't fault him for betting on his own team. I wish that, I wish there was more of it. Um, so thank you for being on the show, Lane. Um, this was a fun one, kids. Uh, thanks for listening to Ross Patterson Revolution. Good night, everyone. Uh-huh.